Mr. 225 pounds of sugar booger or whatever. Whatever is going on here. Grapples of Apples, a podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you thought we'd make it to 100 episodes, baby. That's right. Grapples of Apples Weekly, number 100. What do you think, Shades? I I think you need a little bit more energy. You don't you don't sound like this is 100 episodes, weekly episodes that we have done. I mean, we're four episodes shy of two straight years. We have been putting content out for more than two years. Man, we we burning this bad motherfucker now, you know what I'm saying? That's right. 100. Anyway, as always, you're listening to us for the 100th week in a row. On SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? You got Google Play Music. You got Apple Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you've been listening for 100 weeks straight. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are. The very sensual, the very doid, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the General. Shades. And I, I, I let me let me kick it to you real quick, Mr. Thrill. Alright. I see that you added that Mr. part. Yeah, we're trying something. We're trying something. Uh, by by the time we get through our intros, the episode's over. We just keep, <laughs> keep adding monikers to, to, to the, the growing know. list at our names. I know, right? It's insane. Oh, Mr. Thrill, how can we yes, kick off the 100th episode without giving your boy the very sensual, the very engaged... Yes. Shades. Proposed I mean, a well, question to la, uh, the first ever Grapples to Apples champion, la championa, Amanda. And she said no. That is why I'm actually <laughs> on this episode right now. I'm heartbroken. You liar. You liar. She said, yeah, I'm the luckiest man in the world. She definitely got the short end of that deal. Um, But eh. Can't take it back now, right? You said yes. <laughs> yes, much, much congratulations to you and your lady, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, of course, we got to talk about wrestling. We got to talk about New Japan. We got to talk about the New Japan Cup. We got to talk about some wrestlers who are out of action. We got some people having babies. We got some classic titles coming back. We got, a, we got some weird biblical stuff going on. But we can't talk about any of that. Until, for the hundredth week in a row, Shades, you got to ring that bell. All right. So, New Japan has started wrestling again in Japan in empty arenas. Unfortunately, usually in June, they host Dominion, which is arguably their second biggest show of the year. But fret not. They said, it's okay. We could just do it next month. So, this upcoming Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> New Japan will be running their Dominion show live from Osaka Joe Hall. 
uh, in an empty arena. As of right now, there are only three matches on the card. Correct, Amundo. But, but you can be rest assured that by Sunday they'll add fourteen tag matches and eight you know eight man matches and all that stuff. But the three cards that we do have, the three matches that we do have announced, are pretty mage. So we'll talk about that later. Speaking of New Japan, that's pretty much all the news that we have outside of WWE today is New Japan news. Yoshihashi and Yo will be out of action uh, for the upcoming future because of knee injuries. Now, we don't have exact details as to the timing of their injuries, but it looks like Yoshihashi and Yo will be out for a little bit of a while. And <clears throat> Kazushika Okada, the Rainmaker, will be taking on Evil in the finals of the New Japan Cup. So that should be fun to watch. Now, Shades, there's a lot more going on here in the States. So please, by all means, take it away. So let's start off with the small but yet big things that are happening in the WWE. Sarah Logan, former member of the Riot Squad, and Eric of the Viking Raiders, the Viking Experience, War Machine, War Hammer, <laughs> War Zone, Monday Night Raw, who cares, are expecting their first child. <clears throat> Congratulations to them. <clears throat> Excuse me. That explains why uh, Sarah Logan's taking a break from professional wrestling. Uh, yep. She's taking the Becky Lynch route. She's getting herself knocked up, and uh, I hope that they have a very healthy, beautiful baby Viking <laughs> to they, um, ravage Europe. <laughs> so Sarah Logan is actually uh, Sarah Logan and uh, Hanson Rowe. That's his real name, right? Hanson Rowe? No, I, Hanson and Rowe. That was a tag team. His name is something Rowe. Anyway. Um, they're one of the many wrestlers who have recently started their own uh, solo YouTube channels. And on their YouTube channel, you know, Sarah Logan has gone on how like she's really taking to the whole homestead thing. They have their farm. She's really been focusing on taking care of their home. And I guess part of that is adding to the home. So, you know, like you said, congratulations to, to them and, you know, hope for nothing but the best for those two. So, moving on from the pregnancy news, current Raw superstar Rey Mysterio is wrestling without a WWE contract. Now, he has a match coming up next Sunday, I believe, at what now has been changed to the horror show at Extreme Rules, as opposed to just Extreme Rules, the horror show, before that, it was just Extreme Rules. So they've changed this name twice. Both names suck. <laughs> the card sucks. The match that Rey Mysterio is working in sucks. This whole Extreme Rules experiment sucks I'm sorry did you say that you you enjoyed it you're a fan of this it's going to be a wonderful train wreck 
I mean, we have the, uh, the Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman uh, swamp match or something like that. Some ridiculousness. The Bray Wyatt swamp match, yes. And I think it's like Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy in a bar fight. It's uh, and then let's just do the let's just talk about the Rey Mysterio Seth Seth Rollins match now, since we're already here. They're having an. You have to say it in Spanish. Rey Mysterio. No, no, no. The match because he said it in Spanish first. Oh, did he? Ojo por ojo, an eye for an eye match, which is insane. And hypocritical, to say the least. Uh, Vince McMahon criticized AEW for being blood and guts. And then they're going to have a match where on their website, it legitimately says the objective of the match is to remove your opponent's eye. What? (laughs) Now, obviously, we all know no one's eye is going to be literally removed. But that's the premise here? The gimmick eye that they're going to have. It's going to look it's, ridiculous. It's going to look it's preposterous. Gonna, it's, it's going to be AJ Styles' Boneyard match hand bad. It's it's going to look like a Chucky doll eye. It's going to look so bad. Like, watch. Someone's they're going to, like, cover their face, remove their, like, face, their hands for a second, and you're going to see just, like, a weird eyeball prosthetic with string on a makeup. It's going to be so bad. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm well, hoping that, that because we're bashing it, it'll be a sleeper. Like WrestleMania, we're like, this WrestleMania is going to suck. And the Boneyard match is pretty entertaining. I actually gone back to watch it. And I was like, you know what? Still feels like an acid trip. But it was still pretty entertaining. And if, you you watched, like and if you watched The Last Ride, I take more pride in it because... AJ Styles is potentially the Undertaker's final match. True. But back to okay, but that had like it was a fight slash match. If if Mysterio and Rollins are having a match where the whole point is to rip each other's eye out, what wrestling is there gonna be? Or why would you even wrestle? You're gonna put someone in a head a lot and like in an arm drag for what? How does that take his eye out? You're gonna drop kick him for what? How does it get? Well, you like, you arm drag him to weaken his arms, so he can he can't have the energy to fight fight you off when you're trying to gouge out his eyeball. And then okay, so then when we when whoever wins wins, are we gonna have Rami Stadio seriously walking around blind with no eyes, or are we gonna have Seth Rollins wearing an eye patch for the rest of his career? It doesn't make any sense. This match makes no sense. I think this is a way to write off Rey Mysterio into retirement and Dominic take over the mask. So, so that's how you're going to end Mysterio's career by being having him be kayfabe blind? That's insane. This is Vince McMahon after all. Oh, my God. Rey deserves better than that. With the career that he's had, with the influence that he's had on wrestlers throughout his career, he deserves better than being written off by being blinded by Seth Rollins. Shouldn't have signed to WWE. Anyway, you may proceed. So WWE has a new chief financial officer, and they go by the name of Christina Selene, or Salen. Salen? Selene? 
Sa- uh, Salen? I, I would say, say Salen. Christina Salen. Christina Salen. Solution? Yeah. I guess she's their uh, solution. It's Christina Salen. No, I don't. She, she definitely is not. Christina Salen. <laughs> this is just another. Well, remember, they fired the, the two chief executive officers uh, not too long ago. Uh, was it? Uh, it was two. It was a man and a woman. I forget their names. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll say but April. This is, yeah. So this is them replacing those two with her. So we'll see what happens. I guess, even though statistically, financially, monetarily, this is WWE's most financially lucrative year in the history of the company. But, you know, firing people left and right, whatever. Uh, so you, you say I, I only hear what I want to. Um, no, 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 I uh, was at a 90s song. You say, only hear what I want to. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I forgot the lyrics, that's why I paused so long. Damn it, I ruined it. Anyway, so you say that this is WWE's most lucrative year, right? Yeah, not in terms of, in terms of earnings, yeah, not in terms of viewership because Raw draws their second lowest viewership in, in the show's history. Yep, yep. So, it could could it be just no one's entertained by it right now? Could it be that they they have nothing to go up against? Baseball doesn't start until the twenty third of July for the Yankees. Um, okay. Football doesn't start until September, if that. Hockey's not here. Basketball's not well, here. Well, hockey hockey starts August first. They they announced it today, August first. Yeah, but was was it the sixth August first? It was not. There's no, yeah. everyone's home. What everybody watching Hamilton, which is a good show, by the Very way. Good. I guess everybody watched that on Disney Plus. Very good. Uh is it the new U.S. title design that they they showcase? And everybody's like, "What the f- is this?" <laughs> Turning <laughs> this off. <laughs> And people have shown a phallic shape <laughs> on the U.S. championship. Amazing. Amazing. So how do you spit the bid twice on one night? They reveal that championship. Like People are going to be like, hmm, I'd much rather the TNT championship. And that belt's not even completed. And you know what's crazy about the WWE unveiling the U.S. Championship? They did it in the most backwards way possible because they unveiled it for MVP, who's not even the United States champion, Apollo Cruises. So technically right now there's two United States Championship belts on the program. You have Apollo Cruz, who's the legitimate United States champion, and then you have MVP who's carrying this for that when he does win the championship, that's going to be the new belt. What is even that doesn't even make any sense. I mean, okay, so WWE has in their history has shown they have done uh, multiple belts like uh, replica belts perfectly. Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, the latter match, mm-hmm. classic. John Cena, CM Punk, classic. Classic. Apollo Cruz versus MVP at the horror show at Extreme Rules. <laughs> You're going to have to sell me on the classic, Papa. 
It's gonna, it's gonna be a barn burner. Yeah, like even... like burn it down for the the insurance. <laughs> oh, and that t- dude, that title looks. I'm sorry. They whoever's designing the WWE's belts nowadays has no soul. Because it's like every one of these titles just feels so soulless. They're just like Fisher Price copy and paste. Make it look as corporate as possible. Here's your belt. I'm just ugh. <sighs> I, I, I I don't. That I don't no know. Life. At least at least the the design that Apollo Cruz is currently carrying, which I own a replica version of, at least that has some personality. You know, it's got the American flag as a backdrop with the plates on front. Like it has character. They were trying to go old school and keep it like new school, and it didn't work. Yeah, I think it looks dumb. Speaking of, oh, do, can can we move on to other dumb belts? Absolutely. Speaking of other dumb belts, this week on AEW's Fighter Fest Night Two. Taz, the current manager of Brian Cage, decided to reintroduce the FTW championship from ECW. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually watched Kay. that and I'm just like, so you're giving him a belt from a promotion, a defunct promotion that mm-hmm. You technically don't own the rights to, yeah, you may own the belt and the rights to the belt, but you don't have the right to call it anything but the FTW championship. And you're giving that to Brian Mm -hmm. Cage because he hasn't faced John Moxley yet. Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah, I, I didn't understand the point of this. I was like, is this supposed to get him over just based on ECW nostalgia? Like, that's not going to work. Hey, I mean, Brian it, Cage it, it did and it didn't. Nowhere, he's nowhere near the wrestler that Taz was to be carrying around that belt, first and foremost. And then, like, just like you said, it's a defunct belt from a defunct promotion that's currently owned by your opposition. You own the rights to the name and to the belt, but you don't have the rights to its lineage, its history any of its footage, any of its photographs. So essentially, you handed this guy that you're managing a belt that means nothing other than hopes of a memory. Yeah, the the Grapples to Apples World Championship means more than the FTW Championship right now. Or if if not equal. 100% fact. Bars. There's, there's nothing. There was no reason for him to bring it out except for a nostalgia pop, which kind of worked with the wrestling group that we're in. People were, at least Ray was losing his mind. And I'm just like, like I under, that's man, a, I'll beat a that's test. That's the wrestling fans, man. Yeah, you wish. Bro, he's old and he's a thumb. I'll beat him up. Bro, he'll catch you and all he's got to do is make you miss one punch and he'll put you to sleep. I, don't, I won't miss the punch, though. And he kayfabe put people to sleep. So, yeah, bro, he's from the same hood that you're from 20 years before you. Nah, bro. He he was from Red Hood, but he's from like the boonies, like where they put Ikea now, man. He's not from the projects. Oh, man. I don't know, man. You talking real tough about one of the toughest dudes in the game. Tough to who? Oh, boy. 
Oh, head. Oh, shades. Oh, shades. Oh, shades. Oh, shades. Anyway. I'm ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on before I get into trouble up here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess last bit of news we gotta we gotta cover. Also, oh, there's two bits of news I guess we gotta cover. Uh, one more from AEW is Brian Pillman Jr. making his A- his AEW debut. Ugh, that's a AEW debut. On... AEW Dark debut debut. I was gonna say he debuted for AEW on AEW Dark. Yeah. He still debuted for the promotion. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. Like Brendan uh, Dassey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> put so Brian would you shut up? <laughs> I hit her with a cr- cr- cross face. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Pillman Jr., who has a lot of, you know, uh, there's a lot of eyes on him because of who his father was, and apparently he's got a lot of promise in the ring. I've never seen him wrestle, but I've heard nothing but good things about his in-ring work. He made his debut on AEW Dark Facing against Sean Spears, who obviously is a, you know, very solid worker. So let's see if that means any more work for Pillman. Let's see if that means something's going to happen with Pillman and AEW. Who knows? He's got the athleticism. I'll say that. He does not have his dad's charisma. Mm. And you it's, need it's, both. You it's need very both. similar to uh, Billy Gunn and his son. Austin Gunn looks just like his dad. He's got, you know, great physique. He's got great in-ring ability, but he completely lacks the, the charisma of his father. Yeah. Like when Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn are in the ring together, 100% Billy Gunn overshadows Austin. And not just because he's taller than him. He just, his ring presence so, yeah. Pillman's got to get that figured out. If he's going to have... the like, His dad had such a short career, but it was such a well-received and well-respected career that if his son, Brian Pillman Jr., is going to have anywhere near that sort of career, he's got he's to figure out the whole deal, the whole package. I mean, he's wrestled for 20 years. Consistently. He was Pillman in Jr.? That- oh, Brian Pillman, or I thought he was talking about Billy Gunn. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about Pillman and Pillman Jr. at this point. Oh no, Pillman played f- football for the Bengals, I believe, and then he wrestled for WCW for what f- couple years. Left WCW, mm-hmm. went to ECW, then WWE, and then unfortunately his passing. Right. But no, well, we'll see. He didn't really have a long career, but it was a well, you know, well received, well respected career. But we'll see what happens yeah. with his son. And last bit of news coming on the other side of the Wednesday Night Wars is the final, the result of the winner take all, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole Bebe for the NXT World Championship and the North American Championship. The winner, well. Looks like NXT will be limitless. What a cornball. <clears throat> and you love it. So this match was actually spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. Spoiled for um, a lot of people. Yeah. So I kind of kept it under wraps from Thrill just because, you Thank know, you. why ruin it for the lot? 
Um, match was solid. Uh, both main events were advertised. Uh, AEW advertising uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy taking on mm. Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho saying that this is the best match he's ever had in his entire life, in his mm. entire career. Uh, you and I discussed this during the week, and you were like, you think that it's a play on the Edge versus Randy Orton greatest match ever thing. And I, I, yeah. I didn't think too much of it. This showed that Cassidy is not just a gimmick wrestler. Like, he's not a comedy yeah. wrestler. Yeah. He can go. <clears throat> yeah. And he's going in there with one of the best of all time. One of the greatest to ever do it. So, um, obviously, if you advertise a champion versus champion match, you're going to win in the the viewers. And AEW, yeah. AEW lost in viewership, but they won in the demo. Yeah. So. Which, it's not surprising, you know. Most of the time, if they do lose the overall viewership, they normally still typically will win the demo. They're not going to, uh, AEW, I mean. NXT is not going to win next week. I'll tell you that. Not fight for the fallen. That mm. card is stacked. And they just added um, Cody versus Sunny Kiss. They just added that today. You got FTR versus the Lucha <clears throat> Brothers. Uh, Sheeta's defending her belt. Moxley versus Cage. It's going to be a banger. I'm thankful I don't have Roku or Fubu TV because I get to watch AEW. First of all, I hate you endlessly. Second of all, it's not Roku's fault. It's Fubo's fault. Third, we're talking about Lucha Brothers. Can we talk about that Canadian destroyer? The Mexican destroyer. Ray Phoenix is not Canadian. Oh, my God. Bro, that destroyer. I have never seen a destroyer from inside the ring to outside the ring onto a crowd of people. I legitimately, like, I just laughed. It was so ridiculous. It was so absurd when I watched it, and I just laughed. I just sat there laughing. I said, you know what? Whatever. Ray Phoenix got in my face. Like, I can't even go away. Like, who does that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was pretty bonkers. Um, I actually uh, stopped uh, Amanda from what she was doing. I said, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Would you look at this? Would you look at this? <laughs> And oh, it, it was it was a good match. Um, I thought that there was going to be too many bodies in there, and mm. and sometimes it did feel that way. But it was it was good. And then you <clears throat> you have the Bucks. Uh, was it? I think it was Nick Jackson who hit the super kick and hit whichever uh, so I, Dax Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood I can, and Cash. Cash Wheeler or something like that. I don't remember the name. Give me time. I'll remember their names. But the fat bald one. He super kicks <laughs> him off uh, by accident. And that's when they hit the. What, what the hell do Phoenix and, and Pentagon call their finisher? Oh, I forgot. Well, I they mean, hit their. Yeah. The small package pile driver with yeah, the, the package um... pile driver with the stomp. Yeah. Well, they hit that on uh, Nick. For the one, two, three, uh, FTR and the Bucks shake hands after the match. So like, ain't hey, no hard feelings, blah blah blah, whatever. So uh, we're 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 getting closer and closer at at least at all in 
we're getting FTR versus the Bucks in a singles tag team match. Like, you know, just you a tag think, team match. Yeah, you would think they're trying to save it for as long as they can because they want to do that in front of a crowd. Yeah. Because you know that a crowd's going to lose their mind at that match. So that's definitely what they're trying to save it for, and I don't blame them. I just, you know, who knows when that's going to be. Oh, and um, was it Nick Jackson and the Fat Bold one? They hit the Shatter Machine. I don't know what they changed their name to, but they hit the Shatter yeah. Machine together. I was like, ooh, hello. Yeah, apparently, legally, they're not allowed to call it Shatter Machine, and WWE's actually gone and filed legal injunctions against FTR for using the name Shatter Machine as the finishing move. Yeah. Because Petty is going to Petty. <clears throat> I was like, yeah, you can call it something else. A finisher is a yeah. finisher. It's, a, it's an amazing name, though. Oh, yeah. There's one thing I loved about the revival was their finisher. Yeah. The name, the execution, everything. So, yeah. So, last bit of a... Uh, we, we said that we talked about Dominion because, you know, we said that here on the show we want to really start not just focusing on WWE and AEW. We also want to, you know, start doing predictions and pay-per-view recaps and reviews for Dominion um, and other New Japan shows. So... I'm not, we're definitely, I, Shades, we're agreeing on this. We're going to do a recap review, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't sound so enthused, guy. I have a very busy week, weekend ahead of me, and I had a very busy week prior to this weekend. So it's going to be a barn burner, both Dominion and my weekend. So <laughs> as of right now, there's only three matches on the card. Uh, we got Shingo Takage. Uh, defending his never open weight championship versus show. We have the golden aces of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi defending their IWGP tag team championships versus Suzuki Goon, Tai Chi, and Zack Sabre Jr. And then the main event of the match, we have uh, Naito going up against whoever wins the New Japan Cup between Okada and Evil. And that would be a winner take all match because. Uh, Naito is still both the IWGP heavyweight champion and the IWGP intercontinental champion. So as of right now, there's only three matches, but they're, they're fantastic matches. Unfortunately, because the bill, I mean, because the card is not complete, I don't think we should put predictions down. I mean, I'm going to put predictions down anyway, just because uh, I but have, not, one, not I have formal one. predictions. Yeah, no, just, uh, listen, there's three matches. Let's just run through it real quick. I have all sure. the champions retaining. Okay. If there's yeah. a championship to change yeah. hands, it's going to be Shingo Takagi because Sho and Yo of Rupangi 3K is... Well, they're Yo still, was hurt. Yeah, and they're still the IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions. So... Having the never open weight championship has, <clears throat> excuse me, gives him something to do. Um, yeah, yeah. But I still think that um, I think all the champions retain for sure. I mean, I one hundred percent don't think the Golden Aces drop the the titles here to Tai Chi and ZSJ. I don't think so. No shot. No shot. The only way I can see Naito losing is if it's against Okada. I don't even think that. I, I told you, I think Evil's going to win the New Japan Cup. Well, okay, but I'm saying the only way I can see Naito losing is if it were against Okada. And even then, I'm not convinced that he would win that match. 
Yeah. I mean, lose that match. And I'm, I don't know that Okada's going to win the New Japan Cup. You might be right. It might be Evil's time to get some shine. So, I, for, for those three matches, I can say that I agree with you. We're going to be retained all three. One, two, three. Pop, pop, pop. Bidi, pop, pop, pop. Bidi, pop, pop, pop. Um, so, Shades. Shall we do our... Do, do you do we want to do we want to go gardening or do we want to do the other thing we we discuss first? I, I, I think we should garden and then okay. so, let people into the park. In the world of professional wrestling, there are some good seeds. They they also be bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. Now. My good seed for the week is going to be a sentimental one. Congratulations to Sarah Logan and Eric on being their first child. And congratulations to my boy Shades on getting engaged. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, my good seed uh, goes to me because <laughs> I got engaged. Uh, no, um, my good seed is Keith Lee. Keith okay. MFing Lee winning uh, the Gold Rush is what I like to call it. Same thing that New Japan called it. Um, and becoming the NXT, uh, NXT champion and retaining his North American champion. If I'm not mistaken, Keith Lee is the first black NXT champion yep. since Big yep. E. Yep. And he's the... First double singles champion. Yes, he's the first man to hold both titles simultaneously. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And my bad seed. Man, where do I begin? Oh, like, oh man, I could, I could, I could pick him out for days if I wanted to. Um, I'm going to narrow it down and give it to, I'm going to give it to the new WWE United States championship design, because as someone who was a major fan, a major fan of the previous design, again, I own a replica. I was very upset to see this new design. Like, first of all, you don't get rid of my design. Can you replace it with something good? Not some Fisher price crap? No, go away. Um, my bad seed goes to WWE. Changing the name of Extreme Rules twice, drawing low crowd, um, low viewership. Eye for an eye match. How much time you got? About another half an hour or so. Hey, you go WWE. <laughs> my bad seed for the week. The whole thing. Throw the whole company out. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I can't argue with that. Now, anyone who's been listening to our show for the 100 episodes that we've been doing it, you guys would know that we've had a couple guests on the show a time or two. We like to bring in our friends and our family whenever we can. And so we like to to bring some guests onto this show as is a celebration of our 100 weekly episodes. And so our first guests for the evening shall be Two gentlemen who drive me absolutely insane at every opportunity they can. My legitimate brother and his brother-in-law, 
Ladies and gentlemen, you guys know them as the Suburban Brothers. Guys, welcome to the show. Barbecue and beer, the Suburban Brothers are here. Let's go. How how many times did you practice that before you went on air? <laughs> Thirteen times. I'm because you don't because you're not a drinker. Like you don't drink that often. You, you'll have a beer or two, but that's it. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. I appreciate you coming strong for the hundredth episode. I appreciate that. Not like Thrill, who's like, "Hey, it's the hundredth episode, I guess." Like whatever. What are you talking about? I came out with energy. I was alive. Thank you, thank you for letting us get on there, boys. We appreciate it. We're happy for you guys on your hundred episode. Uh, uh, congratulations, Mazel Tov. Um, it's good things. I love it. Tommy boy, chime yes, in. yes, yes. Uh, one hundred. God, I've listened to this more than a hundred times, I guess, because there's those pay-per-view episodes, and you know what? Well, a hundred episodes later, you still have not serenaded me with a poem, and I'm very upset about this. Oh, God. Oh, man. We're doing this. We're bringing this back? We're, we're going back to this? Well, Bizzle, Bizzle hasn't been on in a while, and neither has in a Big Sexy, so we haven't gotten a poem question yet. Oh, That's boy. True. Listen, I did it one time, and they were like, nah, we don't want to do it on air. I was like, okay, so I didn't do it on air. Because we're going to roast you, bro. What you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Haiku, he's like, he suplexed me off the top rope, and now my soul is broken. You got to give it to us. It's like, you know, he's not going to do a poem. He's like Lesnar. He doesn't defend his title. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something now. I'll tell you something now, Tommy boy. I was champion. I'd be defending it every week on right? weekly episodes. You're weekly episodes. Of Raw. <laughs> you don't even watch Raw. You're a liar. And that gives you guys the benefit. That that that, like, that adds to your benefit. <laughs> Me, I, I just watch one thing, AEW, and that's it. I'll still retain every time. But I'm not the champion right now, so I can't say anything. My man's like John Cena when he was doing the uh, open challenge every week. Yeah, yeah you can't right. tell me like it can't say Cody like you guys John Cena of all people. <laughs> <laughs> got you there. He's got you there. Forgot at least, at least you'll follow through on the engagement, unlike him. Oh, shots fired. Oh man. So, all right, so fellas, of course, we, you know, you guys have been on the show plenty of times. Uh, we want to know what are your thoughts on our 100 episodes? Uh, maybe some of your favorite moments of our 100 episodes. You know, what do you got? Uh, my, my favorite moments anytime I can get you to question the reason why you do this. So, anytime you've ever been on the show, basically. <laughs> that's, that's every day before we go live. Oh, my God. You have no Are you sure idea. you want to do the time? Are... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Here, we'll see what happens. <laughs> We're still doing it. <laughs> how about, no, how about I, you, Hugo? Coming, coming from, and it's not even a weekly, it's my favorite, my favorite moment. It's actually a recap and review. And it's when La Championa made her debut and just absolutely roasted us all. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that was great. That's a, that's a very good, that's a very good, uh, Moment on that, our that's podcast. definitely like, yeah, that's definitely like a top 10 of the Pantheon of the show for sure. That, that's the one that sticks in my craw the most, but you know, <laughs> I, I am marrying the woman after all, so 
I didn't think I felt I, that one match made the difference for me that night. One match, well, yeah. one match always makes a difference. Thrill only yep. beat me by one match. We, we, yep. we, if if Thrill and I tied, La Championa is still La Championa. She's 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 still champion. But I one match makes one match makes a difference, man. That's it. How about you, Hugo? Uh, favorite moments or any specific memories of the hundred episodes? Oh man, where do I begin? Uh, like I told you before, I've only listened to three episodes, so where do I begin? <laughs> God. Oh, First, man. middle, and ending. First, middle of this episode. hundred percent when La Championa uh, came on and, and wrecked you guys. That was great. You guys, uh, you were part of it too. You made predictions. No, no, no. no. Uh, I was in the background. I was having a, a, a nice, cool beverage and minding my own business. Adult beverage? Um, <laughs> remember, exactly. his night was over before the pre-show was over that night. Yeah, I was pretty yeah. loaded. Got on. Um, let me see what else. Um, I don't know. Every time you guys uh, would uh, bother Maddie Bizzle, you know that guy who used to be on your. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to that guy. Um, that guy. Yeah, he got lost in a Naruto convention. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like th- those are usually my favorite when you guys are ribbing each other and and uh, you know, and of course the news because you guys keep us up to date and and I always look forward to that and I appreciate it. You know, so for the people who don't know, um, when we first started the podcast and Jeremy and I decided or Jeremy, Matt and I decided we're going to do like gimmicks and, and, you know, gimmick names. uh, Ugo, you were the one who who threw a lot of names at me and I couldn't decide. And so when we do the intro and I have the 18 names, it's because like I, I think you and I were having a conversation and we agreed that it was like, just use all of them. Just why not? And yeah. so then, so that just became my shtick, and like that's why. So now, whenever I do the intro, I use every name anyone's ever given me because of you and I agreeing that that would be like a funny shtick to do. If anybody knows William, he's the most indecisive person on the face of the earth. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I just told him go schizo and just use them all. Like, Let- <laughs> so if I give you a nickname, you have to use it. No, 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 no. No, it was not Oh, you just said it. Any nickname that has ever been given to you goes into your intro. No, as in, like, if it was a nickname that we thought was good and we would add it to the list of, like, potential names, we ended up just using it as one of the names. No, yeah, I'm going to figure something out now. You can't pick a name now. We're just like Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean cam- Candidate, the Butthole Sniffer. Like, you can't do something exactly. like that. Like, he's not going to do it. Exactly. 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 But you know, each one Jerry- of those names... Each one of the names at some point had the potential to just be my name. Like, it would have just been Will the Thrill, or one day it would have been just the Poetarian. But, like, I couldn't decide on any of them. So, Ugo and I were just like, screw it. Just use them yeah, all. Why not? That's a lot of juggling that <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah. Like, Speaking I'm. I, uh, Jeremy oh, should dust off uh, Flopimus Prime. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the family show. This is the family show. Oh, this, is a, this is a family. Oh, this is a family show. You get engaged, you get on reckless. Come on, man. Yeah, let's oh, let's keep this professional, back shall we? Back to happy memories. There was oh, a that life was that show was a happy memory. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> How about that? That one year anniversary episode that was like three hours long, but a ton of fun. Oh my yeah. god, that was ridiculous! That was long. Thrill, that I'm, was fun. You you asked the suburban brothers. Yeah. What, what's one of your favorite moments? Oh man, um, 
So I would I would have said the the birthday episode when the, the anniversary episode rather when you know the guys came over with the balloon and the cake and all that. But Aww. since that was just mentioned, because that was just mentioned, I will say something maybe kind of catch you off guard, shades. A little sentimental um, was when we had uh, Manny Clash on the show. Oh wow! And so for me, that was a it's one of my favorite moments of our hundred week hundred episodes weekly episodes rather because um, we've known him since high school and him and I have had this like weird rivalry ish sort of thing since high school fighting and, for like, the love of shades. <laughs> and so you know that night welcoming him into my home and having him on the show it was kind of like a, a nice way to just be like you know what that was stupid we're both adults you know let's just move past that and, and be adults about it so that's one of my favorite moments on the show <laughs> and shades for yourself so for me it's an episode that i'm actually not even on Oh, yeah. Um, so last year I was on vacation, you know, cruising through the Caribbean and um, I'm listening to your New Japan episode that you guys covered. Oh, that uh, was a good one. The yeah, yeah the Royal Quest. Royal the Quest. Yes. And I'm sitting there in the bathroom getting ready to, you know, gallivant around the ship. And I'm arguing with you guys. Uh, well, not <laughs> you guys. I'm arguing with you, Thrill. And I, I'm obviously not getting an answer back, but I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, he's like, oh, 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 uh, Tanahashi wrestles so safely. I, I can't, I can't deal with it. It's so, it's so choreographed. It's this, it's that. And I'm just like, Macho Man Randy Savage did the same exact thing. And we love him for it. You're not but wrong. Macho Man was, but Macho Man was different. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Me and Tanahashi, I don't know. I can't. I don't like him. I don't know. Well, I think this is the air guitar thing after every win. Oh, I got him. He's corny. So what, man? But the guy can go. And man. as a wrestling fan, I appreciate that. He bugs me. It's okay. I bug you, but here I am 100 episodes later. <laughs> 16 years later too uh, alright gen- gentlemen before I let you go for the evening or we let you go rather is there something that maybe we've done in the past that you want us to bring back is there something that you would want us to add to this show other than more appearances for you Tom because it will not happen I hate you endlessly um, <laughs> defend your title <laughs> Lesnar we have the, they're not my rules. These are the rules that are in place. They're not my rules. The rules will be will be reassessed at the end of the year and going forward, we will see. Uh, one thing that I that I that I've been telling William for a while that I would love for you guys to do is do uh you know you lo- you guys I know you guys love doing your podcast, but if you could guys get on like YouTube, it would make it so much easier. To uh, to deal with you guys, especially in the mornings while I'm washing the dishes, I can look it at is definitely faces. it is definitely on the agenda. Uh, we were actually Shane. Should we just should I just say it? Yeah, why not? Let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Oh, the, the original the original plan for episode 100 was to be episode number one on YouTube. Okay, 
that was the plan. The plan was we're going to have the the setup, we're going to have the cameras, we're going to do everything, record it, and from then on, do weekly both audio and video on YouTube. But unfortunately, COVID you know, bombed us. COVID-19, exactly. COVID-19 <laughs> was like, um, I don't know if I like your plan. I think I'd rather kill hundreds of thousands of people instead. So Damn. So that's so that's where we are. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we just we can't do that. But as soon as we can, you know, comfortably, safely, you know, be in the same room for a few hours without worrying about one of us getting sick, you know, we would love to. I already have the room halfway set up. You know, nice. That's, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. So once so everybody COVID- can see you giving me a dirty look, then. Exactly. Nice. Everyone can. Everyone will then be able to visually see my my veins in my forehead pop, <laughs> and me having an aneurysm every time you speak because I hate you. <laughs> and, and then everybody, and then everybody can see the veins in these biceps pop. I'm two hundred and twenty five pounds of raw steel and wicked sex appeal, baby. <laughs> Now, did that just roll off of your tongue? Is that planned? Because that actually went over pretty good. This is what I do. This is what I do. You might, you might be the so worst. What's your target? What's your target for you boys to like get on uh, our YouTube channels? Right now, we're just playing it by ear with COVID. You know, um, yeah, Thrill it. interacts with a lot of people every day. Um, you know, my my soon to be wife interacts with a lot of people every day i'm driving so you know all these dirty people are out there anyway um so we're, we're trying to once everything starts to open up and and the the numbers start to decline um massively uh then we'll revisit actually getting back in front of each other and uh, mm-hmm. doing the podcast again and then we'll definitely revisit uh doing video we wanted to do video but we felt like we were going to cheat our listeners and uh, the viewers and you guys, if we just did like a terrible zoom call, you know, like that's not yeah. something that we wanted for our, for, for our, our first uh, YouTube episode. So we're still going to work on it. We're going to bounce ideas off of each other and hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later, we're at video. As soon as it becomes, as soon as it becomes feasible, it'll happen. You know, feasible. spell feasible. Right oh, now, Lord. yeah, go ahead. F e a s i b l e. Nice. Look at you, nerd. <laughs> major anyway. English. He's major English. <laughs> this is the first time I'm actually going to get on Will's side and be like, "Did you expect that to go any other way?" Major English. You're right. You're right. I gave him that name. By the way. Thank you, Suburban Brothers. Suburban Brothers. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's a bigly number. It's beautiful. Keep oh it God. up, and I can't wait to see you guys again in person. It's been way too darn long. 100%. You ain't for kidding, real, man. For real. For real. Yeah, thank you for letting us on and mess up your podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you guys for being on. You know, Obviously, you'll be on probably the next time we have an AEW pay-per-view, because that's typically when you guys show up. But um, Tradition. Thank you, thank, thank you again, and um, you keep, you know, keep doing what you do as we do what we do. We keep pushing your product with Allen down south, bro. That's right. We yeah, got a representative. Hold on, hold on. Let's 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 hold them. Shout outs to your cousin Allen, who who Fact. shares every Fact. weekly and and pay per view recap and review every week, no matter what. Doesn't miss a beat. 
Factor Mundo. Yo, big ups, Al. Big Al, Tampa boy. Thank you so much, bro. Thank you so much, brother. And you brought your guys down to Tampa. There's a lot of people down there listening to you guys. There's also a lot of people down there sick, but whatever. That's <laughs> well, a different story, bro. That's a different story for a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having us. 100. Yep. Congrats again, guys. All right. So we did promise more than one guest, did we not? I think I think we did. And I don't met this this next guest's gotta live up to the Suburban Brothers, man, because they, they did a banger of a job. They These always do. Always fun. They're always fun. They're always fun. But uh, you know, when we started this a hundred episodes ago. It that wasn't just a hundred. Um, yeah, when we started this hundred weekly episodes ago, it wasn't just Shades and Thrill. There was a third man. Uh, we were we were in a tag team. We were a trio. We were the three man band. That's right. And so, without further ado, we must bring back the Heath Slater to our Jinder and Drew. Ladies and you're, gentlemen, you're obviously gender, correct? <laughs> you had to, yeah. You oh. couldn't just, you couldn't just. Oh, I didn't know I was unmuted. <laughs> I was mad. I'm so mad you called me Heath. I was. I thought you were gonna go with the Young Bucks and Adam Page. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the show, Biz. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Give us a proper intro, though. If the double Z and the double E does not screw it up, was he even here? (laughs) (laughs) No bada boom. How you doing? Oh, hold on. I wasn't ready. I didn't know y'all unmuted me. Oh, so here we are. Episode 100, of course. It's the double Z and the double E at the Grapples to Apples. How's it going, Internet? <laughs> How's it going, Internet? I miss How's you. How's it going, Audible, Internet? <laughs> bringing you the tunes from the headphones to the speakers to your ears to the brain cells. Now, now to the brain cells, all in your ears with the wires and the ding-dong dooms. Now, we've got so much dirty laundry to put. But I've been sitting here. I was listening to the whole thing. Who is Jeremy to be – who is Shades to be calling out Taz's gangsta? Thank you, Tom, for calling out William and his poem, Buffoonery, earlier. And William, what were you doing unmuting me before you had me ready to go in? Oh, oh madness. Oh, madness. Oh, it is 7 You haven't skipped right a beat. Oh, I, I can't skip a beat. I can't skip a beat. That's the 225 pounds of sugar booger or whatever. What is going on here? <laughs> oh yeah, and and clearly, clearly, the poetarian is an English teacher and not a math teacher because y'all clearly said you were gonna have more than one guest on, and you already had two guests, hence the brothers. Now they're a, they're the a, they're, a, they're a tag team, which means they're one entity. They're not their own. They're not their own individual entity. Exactly. Mm. But they have separate names. I don't know. Yeah, that's but more than one guess. We bring them on but as the Suburban more, Brothers. Three is still more than one anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
I guess. Whatever. You buffoon. Y'all just mm, don't start me. We get mm, words. Uh, revving up your motorcycle over there. <laughs> oh man, it's actually my bicycle with no seat. But we ain't gonna talk about that right now. Man. God. <laughs> Bro, this dude was like, I'm coming to your job later. I said, okay, fine. He hits me up like four hours later. Never mind. My bike seat got stolen. I said, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez oh Louise. I'm dead. All right. Dude, <clears> I'll, t- I'll, tell you now I'll tell you something now, Thrill. You ain't yes. going to have a problem finding a bumper in this episode. <laughs> no, I have too many to choose from. I don't know where to go. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh Biz, so, thank you. Hey. As one of our OGs, thanks for coming back to the show. Co-founder of Grapples right. to Apples. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're here. You guys are here. You made it. I didn't. We're still here. I pulled the Adam Page and, and, and walked off into the sunset drinking my bourbon. Boy. What, what, but, what are uh, your thoughts? What are your memories on episode one since you were there, obviously? Ooh, episode one. Are we talking about the dark episode or are we talking about episode one? No, at weekly episode number one. Oh, God. I don't remember the weekly episode number one. Mm. I could barely epi- remember last week. Uh, weekly episode number one. What was that, like September? No, it was Money in the Bank was our first weekly. It was SummerSlam. After SummerSlam was our first weekly episode. Oh, that's right. Oh, so that was the weekend wow. after we went. We all went to... Yes, uh, that was Tuesday. NXT. We Tuesday, went to take over that Tuesday weekend, right? night. Oof. Oh, that's right, because we used to do it on Tuesdays, bro. I completely forgot we used to do it on Tuesdays. Yeah, this is why I am the historian, and you guys are my worthless lackeys. This guy. I mean, I left, so I don't know if I'm still your lackey. Left, I kicked out. Mm, that's a great <laughs> area. Mm, kicked out? I don't know about that, but... <laughs> The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect. Biz. Do I need to go tweet at Taz and have him have him hit you hit you up? Send him the oh, Addy. Uh, Pull up. Send him the Addy. <laughs> honor Taz. thy house. Oh, defend honor, the house, honor, Taz. Taz. Yeah, defend house. Taz. Defend house Astoria. Send me your address. Oh <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god. Okay, Biz. Uh, favorite memory or moment of hundred weeks. I was gonna get all sentimental. I don't know if I could do that with all this energy, this booger sugar, and I don't know. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta stop talking about booger sugar. You have to stop. I don't know. We have flop topless on the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I Greek? Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but yes, if we were getting serious, um, I was thinking about this and like, so I have tons of memories, of course, whether they be Jeremy getting mad at me for getting there late and we having to take a 7-Eleven trip to get some monster because we were all exhausted every time. Um, cause Tuesday nights suck for recording wrestling. Friday nights suck even worse. Yeah, but at Jesus. least on at least on Friday night, at least on Friday, I get out of work at four o'clock. On Tuesdays, like I'd get out of work late and then have to watch wrestling and then do the podcast with you guys. Oh my god, it was like Yeah, worst. grandpa, it sucks to 
come home after work, have to watch SmackDown, and then record a podcast on a Friday night when I can definitely be shoving adult beverages down my gullet. Wait, y'all have a set schedule for work? That's wild. <laughs> this dude Matt's like, I just show up. I don't know what I don't Yeah, know. they just tell me like on I occasion, like you'll be Sometimes here on a, like, me. you'll have like a weird day off. Um but yeah. Uh so, so you're getting serious. Of course so is. But if we're getting serious, so I think my favorite moment isn't actually a part of the podcast. Well, it's it's not a moment in an episode. It's um one of the days uh, afterwards, uh, I was on my way home, and me, I, we, we were recording at, I think, Jeremy's house at the time, and he walked us uh, down the block, and we were having a conversation about, I want to say it was like episode six or episode four, um, and it definitely was... Not definitely not episode five. Who knows, man? They're all scrumbled <laughs> in my head. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to tell you what episode it was. Okay, but I think it was around that area. We had um, a discourse about the tag team titles, the uh, the tag division at the time in WWE, because mm-hmm. AEW was not established yet. Um, you know, we, we we were mostly covering WWE with the uh, occasional New Japan shows, Ring of Honor shows. All of that stuff, um, and like I said, this was pre AEW and all that. Um, and we had a like a really good, uh, honest discourse between the three of us about what the tag division looked like and the state it was in, and what it's been in, how it's evolved, how it's devolved. And um, oh, I remember this conversation and how like you were defending um, ruthless aggression I, I thought- era, like taking two single stars and just smashing them together. Well, it wasn't just that. It was, it was. I I just felt that even more past the ruthless aggression era. But I felt like the tag division in the past eight or eight years, maybe nine years, was have just not been up to par. They they feel like the same repeated teams over and over and over again. And you guys completely disagreed, to the most part. Um, and. Uh, we had a re- really good discourse about it. The viewers and listeners um, really enjoyed the discourse on it. And we had a conversation about it and we were just like, yeah, we should do some, some more stuff like that. And mm. I think that's my favorite memory because um, out of anything, that's <clears throat> one of the first moments, I think, where we said, yeah, we, we entertained these people. Even if we like had different opinions and we all had um, – stances that we didn't agree on at all and we really like got heated in that argument i think um people really enjoyed that content and i think that's really what this is all about bringing smiles to people's faces making them think about was this right was that right where where do they stand on these things i think that's where um this type of content shines you know so you guys um have done a wonderful job with that over the past 100 episodes with or without me at any other points, you know? And um, I love seeing all the guests you guys have on. I want to throw um, a shout out to Jay's brother, uh, Jason, when he was on uh, cash. I remember listening to that episode and loving it um, because that was, that's probably one of my favorite episodes also. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember listening to that episode and I was really intrigued to hear what he said. He was super, um, you know, uh, invigorated into it. And I wish, I, I hope to see him more on the, on the show. Um, Not going to happen. <laughs> All right, well, if, if he ever listens, whatever. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, no, you guys I have mean, done so well, and I love I love the segments you guys have introduced. Like I've I've brought up the good seed bad seed thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Thanks, Biz. I mean. I think you're 100% right. You know, it took a while for us to get our footing and figure out what we wanted this show to be. And we're still, you know, Shades and I, you know, we still, every once in a while, will, like, touch base with each other and be like, yo, are we still doing what we want to do? Should we mix it up? Should we do this? Should we do that? You know, we're constantly trying to figure out what works. And I do remember that being, like, one of the first aha moments for us as a podcast. Like, okay, we should be doing this more and doing this less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, once we once we went past the whole recapping all of Raw, all of SmackDown, yeah. all of NXT, and we figured out what we want to actually speak about, you know, and actually talk about and and discuss. I think that's where we really hit our stride. Um, yeah, I I never thought we'd make a hundred weekly episodes. Um, there are days, there are times. There was a long period of time where. I didn't know if I wanted to do this anymore. You know, it's, it's physically yeah. taxing to work all we don't get paid for this. You know, this is our, yeah. our hobby essentially, you know, yeah. like this is, this is something that we do on our own free time on our own volition. I take time away from, you know, my lady and uh, she wasn't happy that I told her that, Hey, I got to, you know, recap dominion this weekend. You know, it's, Oh, it just yeah. takes time away from any anything I do. If I'm in the bathroom for five minutes, she's upset because it takes time away. From <laughs> so the fact that she's understanding and she knows that you know, like this is something that I, I still have passion for. And once I lose that passion, that, like that's it. I'm I'm. It's either thrills podcast or I'm closing up shop. You know, it's right. But man, <clears throat> uh, raise a glass to a hundred weekly episodes. Uh, raise a glass even higher to the next 100 you know word up word up oh man um i mean i feel like you pretty much answered all my questions in one answer biz so um anything else you want to say before we before we sign off as we used to i um yeah i think you guys should um you guys should keep doing what you're doing um constantly innovate what i would always say is like always no matter i'm not saying that anything's wrong with the show now all i'm all i'm saying is like constantly remember to to look at the content you're doing and say if you know if you guys aren't having fun um why are you doing it and um if if you wanted to change things or how you can invigorate um, certain parts of it definitely try to try to always do that because that's what's going to keep it alive and keep the passion going. You know, um, what I was going to implement as an idea, I'm not sure if um, you guys are doing this already, but with the good seed, bad seed, um, write them down in a notebook or something. And at the Ooh. end of the year, um, look back on them and see how they flourish, you know, um, every, every six months or so and see if they've sprouted into trees or if they rotted the soil. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, I think that's something that you guys could definitely um, do. But All right. Outside of that, uh, yeah. Uh, cheers to 100. Here's to another 1,000. You know? Whoa. Word up. Yay. Whoa. <laughs> so I guess that's going to wrap up the 100th weekly episode of Grapples to Apples. 
as always, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. This Grapples on number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you've been listening for the last 100 weeks and the next 100 weeks. As always, <clears throat> I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate. Man of the hour, man with the power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, everyone's boy, for 100 weekly times. The General Shades. And one of the OGs. Double Z and the double E, as always. Uh, keep listening, guys, to Gravel Staples. Thank hey. you. Thank you for Suburban Brothers for being on the show. Thank you again for Alan at, to Alan for you know doing our doing our social media work for us every week. Thank you for you know Manny Clash to uh, Big Sexy no Big Dog whatever I forget Joey's moniker on our show. Um, anyone and everyone who's ever been a guest of the show, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's facebook.com and twitter.com slash grapples apples. Grapples the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. Don't forget to check us out this week, next week, and every other week because an apple a day keeps the bad resting away. Peace. Peace and love. Watch Manny Bizzle 23. <laughs> <laughs>